This is the Getsy Health Podcast with Janique and Tristan Roney. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. I have my co-host, Gina Warfel, with me. Hi, Gina. Hey, everybody. And we also have Dr. Elizabeth Rogers, who is our guest today. But before I introduce her, or she's going to actually introduce herself and give her story, what I want to share with everyone is we are wrapping up the, the Master Your Subconscious workshop this weekend. Or when you guys listen to this, it would already have been wrapped up. But you guys, I want to express to you how spiritual and amazing and like mind shifting the past three weeks have been for these 20 ladies that have enrolled and have done it. And it has been one of the most incredible, incredible experiences that I've been able to be a part of. And the reason why is because if everyone who's listening here, you've probably heard me talk about the order of healing and mindset is number one. And everybody loves to jump number one, and go to number two, three, four, five, and six. We all want the protocols. We all want the cerebral stuff. Give me the supplements. Give me the protocols. Give me the food. And everybody bypasses mindset because we don't want to do the work. We're scared of the work. We're scared of like facing our inner demons. And you guys, I just want to share with you because this is a perfect transition into what we're going to be talking about with Dr. Rogers today. I want to share with you that when we do the work and we don't bypass mindset, your life literally shifts and it shifts for the better. Mm. And you start to channel your inner power and watching 20 women channel their inner power and step into their power and start learning that they are capable of amazing things. And that healing is actually effortless. If they just do some of the work, you shift from the core, you from sh- the inside, you shift from the core, from the inside. Yes, Gina, like energetically, like Everything is a vibrational frequency. It's, it's like Einstein's equation, E equals MC squared. That literally means energy equals matter at the speed of light. Matter is just energy. We are just these energetic beings and we have these frequencies. And when we shift our energy and we shift our frequency, our matter changes, our bodies change, our chemistry changes. And so seeing these massive shifts in these women has been unbelievable. And the reason why I keep saying that is because I want everyone to understand just how important step one is. And with that, Dr. Elizabeth Rogers, it was amazing. She reached out to me a couple months ago. And when she told me what she was about and her story, I had to have her on the podcast. And so Dr. Rogers, welcome. Please tell listeners who you are, why you're here and what we're going to be talking about today. Thank you so, so much. Oh my goodness. Can I just say, listening to you to talk about this in the intro, just it's making it hard for me not to get choked up because this is such a missing piece of the healing journey that we do not talk about at all in yep. mainstream medicine, right? Because mainstream medicine has actually disconnected, you know, mental and physical yes. health, let alone even considering that E side. Mm-hmm. And I talk about this equation all the time, but I will get back to it. You just we're lighting my soul on fire. <laughs> I'm, so um, glad. I'm just so honored to be here, ladies. This is just, you are bringing to light. I can't even tell you what a breath of fresh air it is to hear you talk like this. You are bringing to light something that I think there's been a shadow over yes. for forever, maybe, you mm-hmm. know? Anyways, to introduce myself to you all, I'm so thrilled to be here. My name is Dr. Elizabeth Rogers. So I'm a classically trained doctor and epidemiologist, believe it or not, who has turned expert, holistic healer, medical, intuitive, and health coach. So really big shift, right? Right. Huge. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a graduate of the Disparities Leadership Program at Harvard Medical School in Massachusetts General Hospital. So 
really focusing on the gaps, you know, in healthcare is a serious passion of mine. I got my bachelor's in psychology, my master's in public health and epidemiology, and my doctorate is in epidemiology. And I focused my doctoral work on becoming an expert in chronic illness and healthy aging, because I really believed that we should be looking at that from, you know, a bigger, broader envelope, because just because you're chronically ill doesn't mean you can't shift, right? right? Just like our mindset. Yes. But, you know, after serving as a chronic disease specialist and clinical researcher in traditional medicine for over a decade, I started my own practice, Healthy Transformations with Heart, where now I combine the very best of Western medicine and science with the natural, energetic, and spiritual components that cultivate true, what I consider true, deep, lasting health and wellness. And I'll tell you, ladies, I'll share this briefly because my story is so important to me. You know, I'm not just somebody that got educated and had an aha moment and made a shift. I literally lived on the receiving end of what mainstream medicine can really do to you when you become chronically ill. So I'll tell you quickly, about 15 years ago, coming up this September, I was working on my master's and ended up getting rushed to the hospital in the morning while I was getting ready for class because I collapsed on my bathroom floor. Wow. I was admitted to the hospital because I had kidney stones. Not a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. Even though I was young and a rare case because I was a young woman and they tend to happen in older adult men. I got admitted was told by the surgeon, we're going to blast out your stones on Saturday. You're going to be feeling like a million bucks in a few hours and seven, within 72 hours and you're going to coast off into the sunset. So great, right? Except that I had surgery and 10 days later, I was in the hospital declining and no one could figure out why. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my parents who had to file a grievance with the hospital, I got another surgeon who was put on my case. And by the time he got to me, I was literally six to eight hours within my own from dying. Oh I was my in gosh. septic shock. Wow. I've been eating internally since surgery and no one, including the surgeon that did this to me, bothered to tell me about it. Oh my gosh. The surgeon was actually much more concerned with his golf game because I vividly remember before I closed my eyes and went out before that surgery, him saying to me, I just want you to know how lucky you are because you're making me late for my tea time today. What? Wow. So this, ladies, is the mindset of where a lot of mainstream medicine's coming. They have been given a complex that I think we really oh. shift and change, speaking of mindset, right? So I will tell you all, I was told, I literally said goodbye to my family. Wow. I was told that it was a one in a million shot that I was going to make it out of this alive. But as you all can see, sitting here talking to you and ladies, I will tell you that I have only survived for one purpose and one purpose and alone. And that is because I came into this lifetime on planet earth this time around to help others heal. And I will take every, I will spend every last breath doing just that. But Interesting because you would have thought that was the end of my journey, right? But it was Mm -hmm. the beginning. Mm -hmm. So after that, I had to have over half a dozen life-saving surgeries to repair the damage I'd had, still have permanent damage, and will really have to worry as I think about now trying to have children. But that was just the beginning. I started accumulating every chronic illness known to man, including mental and emotional things. So anxiety, depression, PTSD from Mm -hmm. that experience, hormonal imbalances, Every gut issue known to man, I was diagnosed with IBS, put on tons of medications, told that I had brain fog, fatigue, migraines, acne. I mean, I was a walking, talking, chronic illness nightmare. And I went from specialist to specialist and everyone just said, you're just going to have to manage it. You're just going to have to manage it. And I was handed out prescription after prescription. And I have to tell you, 
As someone who was being trained to be a doctor, I found it upsetting that they weren't bothering to ask better questions. So when I was told I had inflammatory bowel disease, I, I, I said to my doctor, why do I have inflammation? Right. Inflammation's a cause, not an effect, as yep. an effect, not a cause. Yep. And they didn't like those questions. No. I was told, no. you're just going to have to manage it. You're just going to have to manage it. So I thought, okay, screw mainstream medicine. They're overlooking my root causes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bounce out into the alternative health ring, saw naturopaths, saw Ayurvedic meds, functional med docs, acupuncturists, chiropractors, you name it. And while they gave me more pieces of the puzzle and I got a little closer each time, at the end of it all, I was left realizing that I still wasn't feeling like me. I knew that I wasn't healthy. I knew there was something missing. And what I wanted and what I'd been searching for all those years was a doctor who I just wanted someone to listen. Mm-hmm. I just wanted someone to care. Yeah. I just wanted to feel like someone was going to give me the time to let me tell my whole story because mm-hmm. 15 minutes isn't long enough for that. No. I wanted to tell my whole story. I wanted somebody to help me put the pieces of my puzzle together yeah. to create a comprehensive plan to help me heal myself because that's what I wanted to do. I never found that person, but I did eventually look in the mirror one day when I was at my very worst and realized that if I wasn't going to try, if not me, then who? Yeah. I had to, so I realized I had to do this. I had to move forward. And so now my passion is really applying my unique, intuitive, holistic approach to put the pieces of my clients' health puzzles together to connect mm-hmm. the dots, create comprehensive plans, and build customized healing regimes to finally free people from their chronic, emotional, and physical health issues. But I think, ladies, that for me, like you said, it's, it's about mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because I know what we're going to talk about today is what you highlighted right off the bat is that for a very long time, we've had a very backwards approach, right? Because yes. we're reaching out for all the strategies. Just tell me the diet, just tell yep. me the thing, just give me the skinny tea, whatever yep. thing I can do in 30 days or whatever thing Good I can right. do for eight give, weeks. And then I can go back to yep. the way I was. Give me the you list know? of foods to cut out. Like yeah, that's the one that like, drives you crazy. Yep. And mm-hmm. we're, yeah. And yep. we're always reaching outside of ourselves. Yeah. Yes. But I if, love that you said that. You know? mm-hmm. And isn't it funny if you think about it, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a backwards approach, working from the outside in, not the yes. inside out. A hundred percent. Can we yeah. back up though? Because yeah. you're going from like, okay, went to all these doctors, da, 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 healed myself. Yeah. Boom. What did you do? What was that missing piece? How did you figure out? Because I don't want to like tell everyone the story. I want you to tell them yeah. the story, but, but what was it? What was the thing that shifted you? And what did it look like? The thing that shifted me, it was, it was me. <laughs> I had been that girl that I was reaching out for all the things. Mm-hmm. I was that girl sitting online. I definitely ordered skinny tea. And all the things <laughs> social media that were like, just do this. And in 30 days, you're going to feel amazing. And I was like, yes, give it all to me. <laughs> and I, I wish back then I would have taken more pictures because it was pretty hilarious. Mm-hmm. But there came a point, and I'll tell you, ladies, my approach at the time, you know, the way I built it to heal myself was not like this perfect methodical way that I can deliver right. it now. So I was putting my own pieces of the puzzle together. And I'm an epidemiologist, so I'm literally trained to identify the root causes of health issues. Yeah. So I was doing that. I'd identified the physical root causes of my health issues. However, even though I was addressing them, I realized there was still something missing. 
And for me, it was all about the other side of that equation, right? E equals MC squared. We focus all on the material, the physical, Mm -hmm. but I realized if I wasn't going to shift my energetic health, that that was, you're literally missing an entire side of the equation. We're totally overlooking it. So healing really full healing, I don't think can occur unless you deal with both sides of the equation. hundred percent. But I think all three of us know that that's where the challenge lies, right? Exactly. I think the hardest thing for people to learn, accept, and acknowledge is to be able to truly look in the mirror and look at yourself and realize that the answer is staring you in the face. Yes. It's you. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing, and- no pill, nothing can give it to you. Well, you and, and how many of us energetically and emotionally escape our bodies every single day. And we've actually, we've self-abandoned and we, we don't realize we've done that. And a lot of us, like we've abandoned our bodies since we were like five, six, 13, 14, you know, and we started criticizing, like we never, no one taught us how to address our emotional imbalances and our traumas. And so somehow we emotionally exited our bodies became extremely cerebral and started attacking our bodies from the outside yeah. in, right? And I tried doing the same with more nutrition information, yes. more supplements, That's more same. knowledge. I must not have done the right lab test yet or the right answers. There Me must not be too. something. And just going around in circles and circles, taking handfuls of supplements, yeah. ignoring the elephant in the room of like, yes. oh, but what about my emotional health or my just... Yes. It, nothing healed for my body until I looked inward. You know what? We so fu- probably had really expensive urine though, Gina. Because- <laughs> <laughs> all, the supplements. all the supplements, yes. all the labs, all the, everything, which can be an important part of knowing your body. But right. at the same time, like you can't right. just keep dodging yourself. Mm-hmm. You're so right. But I think both of you are making such good points. Like, isn't it true? We've been, I feel like we've been so trained to just shut that part of ourselves mm-hmm. off and not believe right. Right. that we need to deal with it or address it. And we've developed all these ways to cope with things right. and turn like cloud those parts right. of ourselves. So we don't have to deal with it. There's know? two books that come to mind. And the first that comes to mind is called the untethered soul. And oh, have you read that? that it's so, oh, so good. good. It's so good. And he talks about it. in the first few chapters, like if we, if our inner dialogue was a roommate, how we would yes. like that roommate would be so toxic and so like detrimental to your health. You would want to like throw them out. And yet that's the dialogue that we've had inside Daily. all day, every day. And another thing that he mentions that I absolutely love is one, he talks about that. But the second thing he talks about is, you know, that feeling when you fall in love with someone and you're energized and it's all of these things. And it's like, you're so inspired and you're like, you feel like you're floating on clouds. It's not yeah. because of that person it's because of your perception of that person. That was all your energy shifting. You shifted that energy because of your perception. Can you imagine if we shifted our perceptions in everyday living, even in the mundane, and we made the mundane magical, and we, we trained our bodies to fall in love with even the smallest things, with gratitude and all these things. This is literally energy that comes from us, or not even energy, it's, it's hormones and it's neurotransmitters when you take a thought, it produces hormones and neurotransmitters, right? And that's everything that you are creating from an internal environment. And yet we do it externally, right? And we think if it's the boyfriend has to do that for me, the school grades have to do that for me. My children have to do that for me. And that's actually not true. Like you can do it for yourself. And that's actually the healthiest, least codependent way of living your life. But we're not trained to do that. We don't listen to music that teaches us that. We don't watch movies that teach us to do that. Everything is this external outsourcing of your power. 
No wonder we are all these, we're all empty vessels walking around feeling empty all the time and looking for these codependent relationships to fill our love cups up, right? That's book number two. <laughs> Can I keep going? Is, is this okay? I'm so sorry. And then oh, I want to. So the second book is Biology of Belief. Oh, Dr. Love Bruce it. Lipton. That's one of my favorites. Right. So one of the best. And how our cellular like DNA literally changes just by our thoughts and our environments and our stressors, right? Like we keep overlooking this. And I want audience members to stop bypassing step number one. We can't do it anymore right? We're just going to keep hemorrhaging our life force and hemorrhaging our money. Do we really want to do that? Or are we ready to stop and take ownership of our power and ownership of like, and like step into who we were meant to be? Right? Yeah. Yeah. So so Dr. Elizabeth, when when you, quick question, when you started doing that, did you kind of guide yourself into your own journey or did you have a mentor? Did you get help? This is an excellent, excellent question. I'll tell you, ladies, I'm somebody, I know that you both feel the same way without even asking, but I am a big believer in constant, continuous growth and learning. So I will never believe that I'm done ever, right, ever right. until I take my last breath. So I encourage all of you to find yourself, you know, support from people like all of us who are out there getting themselves support too, because we all have stuff to work on. None of us are get to a place where we're like, oh, we're done now. And I'll just help everybody else that mm-hmm. we all we're with keep every growing. level of growth. Yeah. And like, and like you said, we have this mindset, right? And it shifts us. And then when you make that level of growth, then another comes and then another, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I just digressed and feel like I got away from the question. But so for mm-hmm. me, and especially on that energetic piece, I'd been trained by traditional and Western medicine. So I did not get any of that kind of support or education inside of the walls of that system. In fact, I was discouraged from seeking it out. You know, I was actually told, Oh, don't Dr. Rogers, don't ever tell people that you're, you know, you're into energy or spiritual stuff, you know, that's going to, Oh, that's going to turn people off. Of course I didn't let that stop me. So I actually sought out a couple support from a couple of different types of people at the time I had begun begun evolving my, you know, more intuitive gifts. So I got trained with a wonderful medical intuitive. Her name's Tina Zion. For anyone out there who's interested in this kind of work, she is the best, the most trustworthy, not a fraud. So she is now a very close friend of mine too, and still a very close mentor. I work with her very closely over the years. I believe my skills can only continue to be developed. So that was step one for me. And then I also started training with holistic doctors. I took training courses in holistic nutrition, herbalism. I started shadowing people. I shadowed an Ayurvedic doc for a a long time. And I just started really diving in head first to just develop myself and be wide open to learning as much as I could. And then a lot of that came, you know, and then that energy work really started to just become a natural affinity for me. So it really took a lot of time training and support that I still continue to get to this day. Amazing. I love that. For anyone that is listening here that they're trying to make the shift between like being really cerebral and masculine about their healing. I always call it the the cerebral masculine and the body feminine, right? And I always say, get out of your head and into your body, right? So for people that are still really in their head in this masculine healing space, energetically masculine healing space, what are some things or what are some guidelines that you can give people to help them shift? What, what would the homework and like the to do and what's the checklist? <laughs> because again, they're coming at this from so, so, so cerebrally. 
Yeah, how do we get them from the brain way? <laughs> <laughs> so how do we get them to make that shift? How would you convince someone? Yeah. Love, love, love this question. I'm going to tell you the first thing I actually do this with my clients and I think, and I implement this every single day. I kid you not ever since I started doing this because it will help you shift. Cause I think that's hard, right? Like how do we sit down and just say like, okay, I'm going to shift my energy. Like how, mm-hmm. And what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, am I supposed to meditate? Am I supposed mm-hmm. to like, what do I do? So I'm going to share this really great journaling exercise. I love this so, so very much because it is like a literal tangible thing you can do, but you will absolutely if you implement. So I'll say important for this consistency and persistency. If you just do this once or once in a while and you're thinking, oh, Dr. Rogers is full of it, then well, I'm not, but you have to implement. <laughs> so I think that's the other hard piece of mindset work too, is it's on us. Yeah. And it's not always hard, easy to be accountable, but this goes along and back to that exercise of working from the inside out instead of the outside in. Mm -hmm. So I think that this is a really powerful exercise, but I would give you these journal prompts to do first and foremost is one, think about, ask yourself the question. You can write this down. Who would I be if I had blank and you fill in the blank with what feels right to you. So if you're working on healing from multiple chronic diseases and what you're interested in is lasting health and wellness, then you could say, who would I be if I already had lasting health and wellness? Who would I be if I already had blank? Because what I'm trying to do is help you shift yourself into the mindset of it's already done. It's already happened. It's already here because that energy is going to help us and our body start to shift, right? Because very cerebral, you ladies will understand, our brains want something to appease them, right? So for us to make this shift, our subconscious brains, they don't know the difference between what's real and what's not, right? Mm -hmm. Just that's, it goes along with this whole philosophy of, you know, we, what we think we create. Right. Yes. So when you start to get into the habit of repeating this, your subconscious brain starts to not know the difference between whether or not this is who you really are already or not. Mm So the next question after, who would I be if I already had fill in the blank? Yeah. What would I do if I already had blank? So who would I be? You'd probably have to be someone with self-integrity. You'd probably be really committed to your goals. What would you do? So that now comes in more of that action piece. So what would I do if I already had blank? And you're going to fill in that blank with the exact same thing. So we'll use lasting health and wellness as the example. Mm-hmm. And then the last question is, how would I feel? if I already had blank. So you're moving from like being to doing to having. And that is really the the pathway, you know, that we make that mindset shift start to happen. We have to get into that being state first, Mm -hmm. rather than like, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing all the things, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. So that's one of my favorite tips to give people. And I honestly have all my clients do this with me and it's really powerful. It really is. Even just taking... I do it every morning for, you know, probably 10 minutes and your answers can change, but you will start to manifest that reality then inside of your body and your mind. I love that. Can I share an example of uh, some things that also came up in the master subconscious workshop was we teach them these subconscious hacks, right? And uh, how to practice them every day and how we rewrite their lies into truth. So a belief system that they have about themselves that's actually really harmful and toxic, but they think it's their truth we rewrite it, right? And as they're having these shifts and you can actually see them physically change, like their face changes 
as we're rewriting it and they're like, you could even feel it, even though it's like a Zoom group thing, a Zoom workshop, everyone can just feel the energy shift. But another thing that I wanted to add to, to this was a lot of us don't recognize that we have been brought up subconsciously to shame our emotions and our emotions are actually services. Like it's a flag that is telling you something is imbalanced. But what do we tell children when they're emotional? Be quiet, go to your room, do this, stop crying. Like that feeling is not valid, shut it down, right? So subconsciously Mm -hmm. what we've done is we've pushed down this energy in our body that actually was supposed to come out to tell us something for us or to work for us or to help us or to protect us. And so I want to give this example of in the workshop, the workshop is 20 people, right? And um, as I've been doing my own emotional work, what emotion kept coming up was rage. Rage kept coming up. And so I started talking to them about me processing my rage. And rage is just suppressed anger and it's suppressed sadness, right? Over years. And so I spoke to them about rage the first week. And then the second week, I asked them, how many of you felt rage? And a few of them put up their hand. And I said, how many of you were super uncomfortable the first week when I spoke about rage? Almost everyone put up their hand. We are so afraid of emotions. And so we would rather bypass emotions and buy thousands of dollars of supplements. And I know spend, that story. <laughs> and, and, and spend thousands of dollars sitting in consults with doctors telling us what to do than to actually feel the feels. Yep. The, the fact that people were terrified that I said I have rage and then they actually started doing their work and they started feeling rage too. It was amazing. And I have goosebumps thinking about it because we can't keep stuffing it down anymore. We can't, we can't keep bypassing that we are these emotional beings. And it was actually really funny because someone, one of the members in the workshop, one of her lies that she wanted to repattern was that she has big emotions. And I said, what if the truth is I honor my emotions and I'm grateful that they are here to teach me something about my life. Ooh, love it. Right. Oh, I love that. Yes. Like, so she had oh, so much, that so much, you know, so she, she actually wanted to take that, that story and be like, I'm not emotional and I am calm and collected. And I said, no, we are all emotional beings. We are emotional. We are, we are emotional and we are allowed to feel human right? Yes. It's when we don't, it. right. And so, so that's what I wanted to share with people is like, as you are embarking on this healing journey, we need to embrace this part of us. We need to invite it. If you are trying to heal, but you're bypassing this work, you are not going to heal. You're going to do the ups and the downs and you're going to be on the medical merry-go-round Yes, and you're going to find that you're more and more frustrated and you're more and more anxious and that anxiety is an emotion because it's telling you you're on the wrong track. Oh my gosh. And you just brought to my mind a couple of things. You, when you said, you know, we stuff that energy down. Mm-hmm. I just got this visual and I thought, you know, I talk with clients every day about root causes, right? Mm-hmm. There are, but I talk with my clients every day about how there are physical and non-physical root causes. And we stuff that energy down just like a toxin. Our body yes. is stuffing it in and storing it up. And it's, it's a toxin. Yep. How do you help them with that? Do you help them with that aspect of it? I do. How, I how, do. What does that look like? So that's one of the many things I do differently. And it made me think of this beautiful quote I have to share with both of you because I feel like it'll resonate with our audience. I feel like what we're the three of us are trying to talk with you all about is how to create a life 
that you do not have to heal yourself from. Yes. Isn't Mm -hmm. that like what we're really trying to support everyone in doing? Right. But what I do is this is really where my medical intuitive skills come in. So I guide people through a lot of my clients. I'll tell you, ladies, every single person I've ever worked with, even though they didn't necessarily believe it at first, had an energetic issue that needed to be resolved. And depending on what that issue is and what I detect, I may handle that in a very couple of different ways, mm-hmm. but I'm very much somebody that doesn't believe in one size fits all anything related right. to health. So it's very individualized, but it may be something like guiding somebody through an energetic healing to help them release mm-hmm. the energy out of their field that they've been carrying. That's so toxic. Right. Sometimes that means actually involving them personally. Sometimes I will give very specific types of energetic healing exercises for my clients to implement regularly because some people are very much empathetic and their energy needs to be protected in a different way because they're much more emotionally sensitive. And I think we all just can't tell you how many clients I've worked with that have not even realized they were an empath. And when I kind of put that mirror up for them and said, this is why they'd say, oh my gosh, no wonder I feel like a sponge everywhere I go. Oh my gosh, no wonder everyone I hang out with, I feel drained when I come home and helping people even just start to recognize, you know, those patterns inside themselves. Mm -hmm. And Sometimes it's a matter of stress management because especially us women, we have such a tendency to put our health here and everything else gets piled on Mm -hmm. top of that list, you know? Exactly. We we did an interview with Dr. Janine Krauss a couple months ago, I think, and how she was mentioning how the stress interrupts vagal nerve stimulation. And that is like the perfect breeding ground for like viral, like everything, everything, everything. I love that interview you did with her. Oh yes. Did you listen to it? Oh, that's so good. She, you hit, you hit the nail right on the head with what you just said. Mm -hmm. And it starts with stress. Right. And then what do we blame? We blame the Epstein bar. We blame the infection. We blame this, we blame that. And it's like, look upstream, look upstream, look upstream. Yes. Let's deal with the infection. Let's deal with that. Let's take care of the chemical components Let's take right. care of the energetic, emotional components too. And let's hit it from both sides, right? Well, I think when people get around the time that they get diagnosed with an autoimmune disease or a yes. viral infection or something, a lot of the time they can point back to, oh yeah, there was a stressful event yes. in my life. Yep. I, yep. I, I want to share. Oh my gosh. I know I keep going back to the workshop and we're going to be doing more. We're it's doing, so, it's amazing. I'm so keep sorry us. <laughs> it just, it lights my fire so much. Um, And I know Gina and I, we're going to be doing another one, like a conquering cravings. And we're going to be doing more workshops to help people. You know, we we want to teach people how to be their own research product and their own like healers. Right. But this workshop, I'd been working with this young girl and she had Epstein-Barr through the wazoo. No one could figure her out. Right. Like it's just, just like problem after problem, nothing was working, nothing, nothing, nothing. And I just, I told her, I'm like, I am going to gift you this class. Like, because I knew, I knew there was something there. So I gifted her the class and her shifts in the class were so touching. And like, and I could just get goosebumps every time I think about her because my love, like I could see it, you know, and as, as someone who's, who you're hiring me to be a wellness coach and you want to talk food and you want to talk supplements, but I can see that there's an energetic like blockage here, but I can't yes. talk to you about it because you don't have the language. So she goes and she does this workshop. She picks up the language. She gets it right. And now, and now we can talk whole scope of healing, not just food, not just supplements, not just protocol. We're talking about what does your self-care look like? What are your boundaries with toxic people look like? How are your messages that you're telling yourself? Like 
are they lifting you up? Are they breaking you down? And so many people were like, oh my gosh, this week was so hard because I was like breaking down some old programs. And some people were like, I was so energized this week because I was able to completely rewrite my old systems. And people shift. This is where the shifting happens. And they're astronomical shifts. They're not like these little minute shifts, like tectonic plates, right? That are just inching like half an inch every year. So anyways, that's my- I feel like, don't you feel too like, that's when quantum healing can can really yes. happen. You know, that's when we can really take these quantum leaps and have the take those I think journeys that so many of us have in mind when we come to work with people like mm-hmm. us and people like you said people are I often am in consultation and people are like okay tell me what you know what nutrition I want to talk about nutrition tell me what I need to do tell me what I need to eat right and I think but just like you I think but I pick up on a whole lot of other stuff that if we do not address you, like you said, you'll get stuck in that vicious cycle and inevitably Mm -hmm. you can apply all those surface solutions, but you don't address that inner stuff. Those surface solutions can only take you so far for so long. Exactly. And I love that you said they can only take you so far for so long because you will get benefit, right? You'll get some benefit and then you plateau. And a lot of people, they start to feel good for a few months and they plateau. And then they're like, okay, so what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it's like, okay, well, let's go back and rewrite a subconscious program that isn't serving you. And then you'll, you'll see the next leap. So Dr. Elizabeth, in your, in your practice, in your experience, do you see a big difference when people do the work? Like how do you see a difference in how fast their physical healing happens when they're doing the spiritual work or the emotional work? I'm so glad you asked this question. 100% yes. And I will tell you ladies this. You know, it's funny because when I think about when I started my practice, I was much more nurturing and I didn't apply as much, you know, tough love from the coaching perspective. But that part of me really shifted and grew when I became a certified transformational life coach because I really realized that I'm not going to hold the mirror up for people who is. And wouldn't I want somebody to do that for me who was someone who was holding a space of love for me just like I hold for them. And so I got into the habit right from right off the bat of making it clear to my clients that come and work with me that I can take you so far, but you take yourself there. I just guide you. I'm not going to heal you. You are going to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to do the work for you. You're going to put the work in yeah. and understand that putting the work in isn't going to be easy. And it's going to require that we work on you from the inside out. Right. And if we do not, or you are resistant or you don't want to implement just please understand that you're only going to be able to get so far. Right. I cannot get help you and guide you all the way to where you want to go if we don't address that stuff. And here's what, and I will tell you, ladies, this: the difference is literally night and day. Literally night and day. I believe every it. every single solitary client I have worked with who has been willing to put in the work. And I'll tell you, I've watched ladies just, you know, come at that with such fear at the beginning. But I all I want to do is guide them there with love. The ladies that put in that work, do you know every single one of them right now is getting, is catapulting their healing journeys. I mean, I'm talking a catalyst, like I couldn't even come up with a chemical or molecule Mm -hmm. that could be a better catalyst for healing than this. Yeah. And I will tell you the few there are, I can count on one hand of all the time I've been doing this or I've been, I can count on one hand, a few people who did not put in this work. And do you know what every, where every single one of them are today? exactly where they were when they started working yeah. with me mm-hmm. exactly where they were right wow they really what they did what we all talked about for a while while they were with me they cruised mm-hmm. and then they plateaued 
And ultimately, because they didn't want to believe that they were the reason they were plateauing, they ultimately started to do that. Wow. And down all over again, every single one of them, I kid you not, every single one. Right. Wow. I, and I totally believe that because it's actually so beautiful to see how when people start doing the healing, how their old stories actually serve them in a way. And, you know, no. and, and we actually have to have these identity crisis, like this identity crisis in order to heal. And are you ready for that? Are you ready? And what was really amazing, and I know I keep bringing up the workshop because it because just it happened. And it was that amazing. But like people were having these ahas around like their relationships as they were shifting, they were seeing like, oh my gosh, like how do I shift this relationship? How do I put up these boundaries that have been there since I was born? You know, like, and uh, the answer is teach them. You know what I mean? And boundaries can be loving, but, but yes, like, sometimes we're too scared to do the work. And, and I don't want people to feel shame around that. Like what Gina always says is be your own research project. Like, why are you resisting? Yeah. Like, how is your current circumstance? Like, how is that serving you in some way? Um, yeah. Because, because I've even been there, right. Where I yeah. wanted to stay in the chaos because I didn't want to be accountable. It's easier. If I failed. Right. Yeah. It's easier. Well, and I, I love too how Dr. Elizabeth said that you can go and do that work, but you bring love with you yes. You do it in a place of love. And mm -hmm. I think that was one of the most powerful things that my mentor who was helping me through this had taught me that he's like, if you go into your darkness or the places mm -hmm. in you that are not so pretty that you've been avoiding. And if you yeah. go into it and you're beating yourself up with shame and this guilt, you're going to torture yourself. But if you go into those places of your emotions that you've been avoiding, yeah. that you bring love and compassion, then you can like, you can go into anything. You exactly. can face anything. Anything. I think one of the the best lessons, I love that Gina, because it just brought up like, we we both know her, Britt, Britt Lefko. We should get her on the podcast uh, sometimes. I know she's, she's amazing. So amazing. She's, she's amazing. incredible. But she taught me like when I, when I spoke about like my old pattern, she's like, did you think that woman you were because she kept you alive. You are here today because of her. Yes. So you have changed and you are a better version, a higher frequency yes. person of yourself. But don't shame the old you. She kept you alive. She kept you yes. here. She kept you breathing. She served you. Now thank her and let her go. And so mm -hmm. like all of these processes, they just need to be done in love. As you guys, as you ladies are saying, and that's where our disconnect is because if there's anything yeah. our world is lacking, it's love, right? Isn't it funny? I feel like as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, isn't it funny? What I think you're bringing up is that loving ourselves is such a foreign feeling. Yeah. That when we come to it for the first time, it's like, like I, it feels uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what people often tell me, because if you guys go back to my, I'm sorry, I, I feel like I keep hijacking this. Go back to my Instagram, <laughs> save stories. I have a saved highlight thing on love. And how none of us have been taught unconditional love. We've actually been taught transactional love. And we've been mm -hmm. taught that since young and we thought it was unconditional. And it's created these imbalances where we actually hemorrhage our energy because we were taught to love someone and then hope for it to be married back. We weren't taught self-love, right? And so that's, so that's why we have these blocks. That's why we resist the healing because the healing actually means you have to love yourself. So you have to learn how to love yourself. But we've been taught that self-love is selfish and it's conceited and you're egotistical. And that couldn't be further from the truth because if you fill your love cup, then you can graciously fill other people's love cup. 
Exactly. And serve from the overflow instead of running on fumes. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. Is there, this has been so amazing. And I feel like we could talk about so many things. Gina, is there anything else that you want to bring up or Dr. Rogers? How about you? Gina, do you have anything else you wanted to add? I don't think so. Go ahead, please. If there's anything else. I know. I just, honestly, this conversation, what I want to say is thank you to you ladies, because it's been hard for even me as a professional to find people to have this type of conversation with Mm -hmm. and knowing that you're out here having this voice in the world that's helping us talk about these things more. It's just so needed. It's, it's so incredibly needed and it helps, I think, make the work all three of us do Mm -hmm. just even stronger, more powerful and just happen more easily. I think I just want people to always know that you never have to be stuck. I believe I had to be stuck for so long and you know, even bringing up, you brought up relationships and I thought, oh, you know, isn't that another big one that I don't even think we realize and think about Right. the support we have in our lives and how that impacts our health and ability to heal because it does. And sometimes we don't realize until later on that, oh my gosh, we were, I've been doing this my whole life. And I appreciate that you brought up boundary drawing because it makes me, speaking of books that we think of, it makes me think of the book Untamed, mm. which I just finished reading a little bit ago. You By know, Glennon like, Doyle? Yes. So like we get so we get so trained, right? Like just like the book Untamed talks about, she just highlights so well how I think we really tend to think we have to fit into certain molds or certain ways of being to be worthy of love, you know, worthy mm-hmm. of things like that. And it just couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. I, I love that you shared that. And um I want to share one last thing before we close up. Gina, you asked in the Gutsy Health membership, the private group. If people made it to the the hormone class, what was their biggest aha or what have been some light bulb moments? And I want to share this because it, it all comes back to how we heal ourselves. Because if you are listening, we're not just talking about only doing mindset stuff. We're saying do it in conjunction with everything else you're doing. Please prioritize it, right? Dr. Elizabeth, you still do blood work and you still do testing and you still do all of these other things, don't you? Not often. I actually typically, and it's funny, we talked about this earlier and you were saying, you know, we're all in the mindset that like, well, I just must need another blood test. Mm-hmm. I just must need right. another this. And I actually, now I'm in the habit of when people come to me I, and they say, well, don't you want me to get blood work for that? And I say, no, no not yes, yet. Right. Right. I love that. I love that. So what this mo- one member said was I keep coming back. So this was her light bulb moment. She says, I keep coming back to mindset being necessary. And the first thing in the order of healing how our hormones first two receptors and controls for making hormones start in our brain. And as somebody that is struggling with hormones, seeing how many things can really affect it. And she goes on and on and on, but she says how everything keeps coming back to mindset. You know, right. like if we, yep. if we started in the right yes. way and I don't want to minimize anyone's healing, but if oh, we started yeah. with mindset, healing mm-hmm. would be in flow. Yes. It would be, I don't want to use the word effortless, but it would be so easy or it'd be We wouldn't easier. be working against ourselves. We, exactly. Yes, exactly. We wouldn't be working against ourselves. We would be in rhythm with going what- with the river. Exactly. Going against with, it. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, that's so beautiful. So, so everything like, and I love that as these members are learning all of this information, they are learning the manuals to their bodies. And now they are starting to connect the dots and they're saying, oh my gosh, mindset's so important. Oh my gosh mindset's so important. Like they're not saying, what's the next hormone protocol? What's the next this? What's the next that? They're saying, okay, I'm realizing that because this is imbalanced in my body, there's something that I haven't looked upstream at yet. And what's at the tip top of the stream 
that's mindset. And it so, really is. And if you don't mind, I'd love to share a reflection too. I got from a client last week. Who, please do. This just emphasizes the importance of everything we're talking about. So I had a woman who she came to me around 60 years old. She'd been on antidepressant medication since she was postpartum. Her daughter is now, of course, much older and an adult. And she wanted to heal her lifetime of anxiety and depression and come off of her medications. And I felt confident that I could work with her to guide her there. But what I identified right from the beginning when we were working together was just a very big energetic block. And I thought, if we don't deal with this right away, then I can apply all the surface level things and we'll never get her there. Yeah. So we did just one little energetic healing I guided her through. And I checked on her the next day and I just said, hi, you know, blank, just checking and let me know how you're feeling today. And she wrote back and said, she said, I have literally been thinking about you all day. And that I needed to write you and say, I have not felt this good for two days in a row since I can remember. I don't want it to go away. I feel unburdened by almost everything. How can it be? There are no words to thank you. Amazing. Amazing. At that point, ladies, I know we're not at that stage of our lives yet, but being at 60 years old and having believed for every day of your life up to this point that none of this could be possible, you had to live I can't tell you how many times when we first met, she said, I just, if this is the way I have to live, you know, I can accept that. And I kept saying, but this isn't the way you have to live. Right. It's not. And she, we even talked afterwards verbally and she said, I had to tell my sister the story because honestly, it's still hard to believe. Wow. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Oh my gosh. I have goosebumps. I just want people like the ladies that come to talk with all of us that come to our workshops that please know that this is what can be possible for any of us. Yes. Yes. Like it's our power and, you know, like take our power back. It's yours. Like, and I reminded this client, I said, you did this. You did this. I didn't heal anything. No, you did this work. Exactly. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your expertise. It's so wonderful to see educated people talking about this, right? Like, you know, you, you started on one end of the spectrum, you're here and you're, and you're actually saying I've been in both worlds. This world is so crucial. Let's stop not facing it. <laughs> so, yeah, and not talking about it. Yes, too. not talking about it. Thank you, ladies, for. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And how can people, how do people find you? That's a great question. So you can find me on Instagram at healthy transformations underscore heart. I may very soon be changing that handle to Dr. Elizabeth Rogers. So you can look out for that shift. But you can find my website. It's healthytransformationswithheart.com. I have a private Facebook group too called the Women's Wellness Collective. And if you head to my website or my Instagram bio, you can, or even Facebook, you can find links to book one-on-one consultations with me. And I also have a great group online holistic healing course for people that feel like they're not ready for that stage of their journey yet. So very cool. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. And we'll put all that in the show notes, you guys, if you want more information and you want to learn more from Dr. Rogers. So thank you. Thank you, Dr. Rogers. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, ladies. And if you guys want more information on how to master your subconscious, we've put together a video for you from one of our Zoom calls that Aubrey did, where she is actually teaching everyone how to really like use some hacks to uh, really penetrate the subconscious and reprogram the old tapes that we were kind of brought up with, really. So if you want to watch that video, you go to gutsy.ch forward slash master sub video. 
and that will give you some really great detailed tools. Also, keep your eyes and ears open for the next Master Subconscious Workshop that will be coming up in the next few months. So many of you expressed interest in the next one, and so we will be doing one really soon. Also, Gina is going to be doing a Conquering Cravings Workshop too, which is so, so, so related to what we're talking about today. Gina, do you want to tell people more about that? Yeah. So this is going to help you take that next step from healing from the inside out around food. So where a lot of people get hung up is that they're trying to do this healing, but they're constantly just falling for these cravings and sabotaging. And there's this this lack of control. So we're going to dive into why do we get cravings and how to take back control over your body so you can get that healing from the inside out. I love that. Thank you so much. So you guys, hopefully you feel like you have some tools right now that you can go and explore. Go watch that video, utilize those tools. But I can't lie, doing, implementing these tools in a group setting is so powerful and so empowering. And so if you are interested in these workshops that Gina and I are going to be having in the next few months, make sure you're either on our emailing list or you're checking Instagram and to sign up. And we will have early bird sign up too. So hopefully we'll see you guys soon. And thanks for listening today. And we'll catch you next week. Take care, everyone. 